This is exclusive coverage of CPAC 2023 from Washington, D.C. Brought to you by the Spirit of Virginia. Spiritofvirginia.org. On Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Now, from National Harbor, it's Joe Thomas in the morning. Here at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference and uh, Radio Row on this Saturday morning with uh, one of our favorite folks, membership director for Project 21 uh, with the National Center for Public Policy Research as well, uh, the great Donna Jackson. Good to see you. How are you doing today? It's great to see you too. It's always a pleasure. Now, this is a woman who's testified in front of Congress, so if she's choosing this over that, uh, you know. So, and you participated, you gave testimony to Congress regarding uh, the economy and what it's doing to the poor communities, making them poorer, making them further and further behind, uh, making them feel like government programs are, are their only way out, and that's what they tell them anyway. Uh, you know, both ends of the message in the communities, but also on these congressional panels. Do you think they're getting it? Uh, they absolutely are, because I'm going to make sure and hold them accountable for it. Um, the, here's the thing. You cannot make policy and, and not consider the impacts to the people in that community. Whether our government is not here to, for us to serve. They're supposed to serve us, but they're not supposed to be making policy that makes it more difficult for us to achieve the American dream. Listen, they're here to make sure that we have free markets, that the people can choose, not choosing for us. They're here to make sure that we have the opportunity for upward mobility, not socialism. And that's exactly what they're trying to do right now. I mentioned this the other day, and of course, you know, you get the keyboard, the keyboard warriors that will say, do you have any proof of that? Do you have statistics? Do you have a survey or whatever? But they, um, when, when you look, go, go into a poor community, it doesn't matter whether it's poor rural, you know, community, poor urban community, and, you know, kids don't see any stores, kids don't see entre any entrepreneurship anymore, uh, and then the drug gangs show up and they, you know, start waving big money around. And then, you know, the kids go where the money is and they look cool and they say, until all of a sudden they're involved in a shootout. And we see this time and time again in Charlottesville. Um, you know, that's, that's the impact of poverty on these communities. And, and I worry because conferences like this, every year they do their straw poll and every year poverty comes in as the last issue, like 1% of the voters who vote vote for poverty as one of the most important issues. And I think it's the most important issue uh, for conservatives because we do have better answers, don't we, Donna? Absolutely. And listen, all of the things that we're fighting, when you talk about crime, when you talk about inflation, when you talk about all of these other issues, they're directly a symptom of poverty. If you have strong families that are economically strong, then you don't have crime. But people commit crime when they feel like they don't have any other option. And so we need to make sure that we're addressing, making sure that families, are they have affordable energy so that they can afford their pay their bills. And when you talk about the fact that we don't address this as a major issue, Project 21 does. Oh, I know you, President Company the, Yes, but one of the things that I've done is I've actually uh, 
I've actually uh, met with members of Congress, and I've asked them, do investigations on all of this environmental justice grants. Because you know what it is? You build the government from war and the poor. And all of this money that's actually creating more inflation, they're actually abusing and misusing individuals in the community. The thing that we need to note is we wouldn't have the tension that we have in this country because when people talk about inequality, what they're talking about is I don't feel financially secure. And we can have that opportunity if the government didn't always intervene in our communities. I say the worst thing that happened to African Americans is that the government came in to help. Oh yeah, without question, I mean. Right. That, that New Deal that they put together was a bad deal uh, for everyone. Now they want a Green New Deal that's going to you know, come along and do more damage to the communities uh, by taking more money, you know, taking it out of taxpayers' pockets, but also printing it so the money we do have in our taxpayer pockets, the, the, the little bit they left don't go, doesn't go anywhere. Exactly. And, you know, they say that um, it's not an unintended con- They love big government, right? The Energy Information Administration said one in three households have a hard time paying their energy bills. One in five have to forego food and medicine to pay their energy bills. For minority communities, that's double. So you're talking about people who are making real quality of life uh, decisions when it comes to unaffordability. But you know that energy affects everything that we have. You can't have food without talking about energy. You can't have ser- uh, services without talking about energy. All of these things, this Green New Deal is what I call the Green Jim Crow because the effects are 100% the same. But there are people, especially in our government, that want this kind of situation. Well, because I think they profit from it. I talk about my friends who have kind of unearthed all the things going on with climate in one specific thing, but I think it's applicable in everybody's world. These folks help shuffle the money to their friends, and they keep a little taste for themselves. I mean, it is such a horrible money laundering scandal out there. Uh, it's it's amazing. You, you're nodding. You get it too, don't you? Oh, 100%. $60 billion just in the Inflation Reduction Act went to environmental justice. $60 billion. You know that we could actually have 2,000 economically profitable communities around the country and we wouldn't even be talking about poverty right now. None of that money is going to see the communities. It's all going to uh, climate activists, none of whom skin looks like mine. Oh, no, absolutely not. But they're, they're going to tell you they're here to care about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, here to, they're, here to, they're here to use us as props so they can get enriched themselves. And that's what they're doing right now. So what's the, you you were talking about this uh, before we came on, this new deal uh, for the black communities, and I think it's a good deal for all communities, but yeah, what, whatever you, you come together with, Donna. Yes, um, we, get, we, we put out a, green, uh, a, a blueprint for a better deal for black Americans. We focus on uh, eight uh, areas, and then we talk about real changes and recommendations that can be implemented so that we have a strong economy, a fair economy, not one that's based on merit and equity, making sure everybody's equally poor, and so that we can actually prosper. 
it's not about somebody giving us something. It's about what we can provide and take responsibility for our own lives and our own communities. I, I appreciate your positivity. Donna Jackson is here, membership director from Project 21. Go to nationalcenter.org and to go to Project 21. Be part of her group that's making this happen because it's just such a long road and, and people get you know, at some point because these government people are so entrenched and they've got so much time it's like they, they're patient and they're just wearing you down like that river this is good and and so bless you for being so positive about it because I just feel like a lot of folks they're like I'm tired I'm tired they're not gonna change but you you have a smile on your face you're ready to go to battle <laughs> signed up for the battle, I always like to say. But look, I was in Arkansas when it was blue, and they didn't have even a single city councilman that was a conservative. The whole state is red now. I believe that as long as we chip away, we can make a difference, and we can make a change. Yeah, they're trying to chip away at our will, too. So God bless you for everything you do at uh, Project 21, and thanks for coming by and visiting with us on Radio Row. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure.